Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. You're about to hear the Serving Today programme, which is for pastors and church leaders. This episode was recorded with the late Phil Crowter back in the early 2000s, before he went to glory. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for pastors and church leaders. I'm Derek French and it's good to be with you again. Preaching through Mark, Phil Crowder continues taking us through Mark chapter 11. If you joined us last time, you remember that we've come to the final week before the crucifixion of Jesus. He'd entered the city with great rejoicing as crowds of people shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Little did they realise that within less than a week they would be crying, Crucify him! Well, we've come to the day following that triumphal entry into Jerusalem, and we've reached Mark 11, verses 12 to 19. Phil Crowder is here to help us preach through this passage, so Phil, what title are you giving to this part of Mark's Gospel? The King Comes to His Temple. And what about the background? We've seen that the people have welcomed King Jesus into Jerusalem. They've praised God for him. God has sent their Saviour. That was verses 1 to 11. God's king is not only the saviour, he is also the judge. When God's king comes to God's temple, what will he find and what will he do? Could you read verses 12 to 19 for us please, Derek? The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple area and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations? but you have made it a den of robbers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, they went out of the city. Yes, Malachi 3 talks about the Messiah coming into his temple. Let me read Malachi 3 verses 1 to 2. See, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. That's John the Baptist. Then suddenly, the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire or a launderer's soap. He comes as judge. Phil, coming back to Mark 11, are there any particular points we need to note in preparation? Yeah, quite a handful this time. Verse 11, it's important your people understand about the temple. That's the place where God told the Jews to worship him. There they must kill animals as sacrifices to God. So the temple in Jerusalem was the centre of their worship. In the Old Testament it was where God promised to meet with his people. Verses 13 to 14, the fig tree. Jesus sees a fig tree as a picture of the temple worship. 
You see, the tree had lots of leaves, but no fruit. Now, normally, when a fig tree had leaves, it also had fruit, but this one was no good. It looked good, lots of leaves, but it was no good. Jesus judges the tree there in verse 14, and he does this not because he's impatient with the fig tree, but because he wants to show something. He does this to show that he'll judge the temple. And in verse 15, Jesus' anger here. Now remember, Jesus is perfect. He was angry, but never sinned when he was angry. Jesus is right to be angry here. His anger is a good anger. The king has come to his temple and found it full of sin. Verses 15 to 16, the Passover. Jesus has come to the temple at this very special time for the Jews, the Passover feast. They came to the temple to sacrifice animals to God. It wasn't wrong to change their money so that they could buy an animal, but they were using the temple to cheat people and to get rich. They didn't care about God. They just wanted to make money for themselves. And in verse 17, finally, Jesus says, you've made the house of prayer a den of robbers. The main problem isn't that the people cheated each other, although that was a bad thing, but the main problem is that the Jews robbed God. They only pretended to worship him in his house. Really, they cared about themselves. So they rob God by not giving him the praise that he deserves. That's quite a telling point, isn't it? It's a church can look good, look busy, a lot of activity going on. The main thing can, can actually be missing, can't it? And we'll see that as we come to the talk itself. So what's the main point we need to make here? Picking up on that same theme, King Jesus is not happy when we pretend to follow him. He wants to see fruit, real faith and love. Well, let's come to our sermon headings. You have two this time. What's the first? Yes, the headings compare the two things in this passage, a tree with no fruit and a temple with no worship. A tree with no fruit. Let's read verses 11 to 14 again. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. You could start your sermon by asking this question. If Jesus walked into our meeting today... What would he want to find? Would Jesus look at the things on the outside? How many meetings we have? How nice our clothes are? How loudly we sing? Would he be looking at those things? Or would Jesus look inside us for love and faith and holy lives? The Bible calls these inside things fruit. So King Jesus walks towards his temple in Jerusalem. What will he find? Will he find that God's people love God and worship him there? 
Will he find fruit? Well, on his way to the temple, Jesus sees something. He sees a fig tree. It's full of leaves, but it has no fruit. It looks good, but it's no good to eat. It's like what happens at the temple. Jesus curses the fig tree there in verse 14. May no one ever eat fruit from you again. This also has a message about the temple. Jesus is going to judge the false worship of many Jews. Phil, can I just put in there and just ask, how, how should we then apply this to ourselves today? Well, I asked a question at the beginning if Jesus walked into our meeting today. But the truth is that he does come yes, to our indeed. meetings. Yeah. He's there all the time, isn't he? He promises to be amongst us, doesn't he? And that's an encouraging thing, but it's also a very challenging thing. Because we need to ask, what will he find? What fruit does he find in, in our lives? What fruit does he find in our churches? Is Jesus sad and angry? Because it's all on the outside. Mm, very searching again. Well, there's your first point, a tree with no fruit. What's your second point? The second point is really what the passage is about. It's about a temple with no worship. Verses 15 to 19. Let's read those again. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple area and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, they went out of the city. You might like to get your people thinking and ask them a couple of questions. If it's suitable, you may have a time of, of asking them to answer the questions there in the meeting. Here are two questions. What does King Jesus want to find when he comes to his temple? And the second question, what does he find? It was all on the outside. They pretend to worship God. They sacrifice animals to God. They make the Passover feast a special time for God. It all looks so good. But Jesus sees that there is no real fruit. There is no love. No real prayer. No true worship. King Jesus is right to be angry. The king will not accept false worship in his temple. And so he overturns the tables and drives the people out. So what do the leaders think about what Jesus did? Are they sorry for what they've done, the wrong things? Or do they hate God's king? Verse 18. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began to look for a way to kill him. For they feared him because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. It's a very sad verse, that, isn't it? Tremendously sad, yes. How should we 
sort of apply this to our, our own situations today, Phil? Jesus is the saviour from God, and we often talk about that, but he is also the judge from God. And perhaps this is something we need to bring home. Jesus looks for fruit in our lives, and Jesus is angry with us when we only look like Christians on the outside. We need to get on our knees before him and ask Jesus to forgive us and to change our hearts if we are pretend Christians. Phil's challenge is such an important one because there have been many who thought they were Christians but came to realise they weren't because they'd never asked Jesus to forgive them. And perhaps what's most surprising is that some have been ministers in churches and missionaries but discovered they were not truly saved. The wonderful thing about the Lord Jesus Christ is that even in such instances, he always welcomes those who do truly turn to him. Let us then urge our people to do this, and if you find your own heart wanting, then turn to the Lord yourself and he will receive you. And with that we must bring this edition of Serving Today to a close. Thank you for being with us, and may the Lord richly bless you and make your ministry abundantly fruitful. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. There are a number of ways to get in touch. Our email address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk. Find us on Twitter at servingtodaygbm. Or you can search our web catalogue at www.gbm.org.uk forward slash radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye.